The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices, to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Paula Vale here. And today, we are doing a show about something very, very important to me and something very passionate to me. And my beautiful guest today is Rose O'Connor, and she previously did a show for us. And when she suggested doing a show, Teaching from the Heart of Reiki, I absolutely love that idea because it is so special, and she is so special. So... There you go, Rose. I'm just excited for what you're going to share. This is going to be great for those that don't know Reiki and those that are learning Reiki and those that are teaching Reiki. So uh, very quickly, I will mention Rose O'Connor is a Yasui Holy Fire and Karuna Reiki Master teacher. She and her husband, Joe, currently teach classes in Colorado and Pennsylvania and their mission involves teaching Reiki the world over. She loves to write and hopes to bring a better understanding of Reiki through her writing. Rose, you are a gift to us all. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, Paula. I feel exactly the same way about you. Oh, <laughs> about thank this you. wonderful show. <laughs> oh, thank you. Aren't we blessed to have be here for all of the beautiful listeners around the world. My yep, goodness. So very, very blessed, and it really boggles my mind. <laughs> yes. yes, I am so grateful to, to our listeners. Well, please uh, just share a little bit about you, and then why don't we jump right in and clarify to the listeners today who are new to Reiki, what happens in a Reiki class and what are the different levels of Reiki? Explain that a bit for us, if you would. Sure, I will. Um, very briefly, I'll just say that I've been teaching Reiki since 2009. And like you said, we teach in Colorado and in Pennsylvania. And our plan for this winter is to teach maybe in other parts of the world. We're going to explore doing some house sitting in other countries possibly and seeing where we can take Reiki. So we're always ready to bring Reiki to whoever, whoever we meet, wherever we go. And so talking about the levels, um, so we'll, I'll go through each level a little bit. And the first level, level one Reiki, you know, Reiki is taught differently 
somewhat differently by different teachers depending on their background. But there are many things that are common to all Reiki classes. And so I'll cover a little bit about those things and kind of go by what we teach in our particular classes. And what we are teaching is a Sui Holy Fire Reiki. So in level one, we teach what Reiki is, how it works, what you can use it for, which is basically everything. (laughs) Um, Who can do it, which is everyone. And we teach about the different levels of Reiki. And we teach about what is a Reiki attunement. And receiving a Reiki attunement is the most important part of the Reiki class, as you know, Paula, because it is truly a gift. It's truly a miracle that we receive this Reiki attunement. And through the Reiki attunement, which comes through the teacher by means of Reiki, we have a ceremony in which the person receives the ability to then have Reiki flowing through them permanently and for the rest of their life, yes. which is astounding. <laughs> yes, beautiful. <laughs> Life-changing. Yes. It is. It really is. It it chokes me up just every time I think about how amazing it is. Yes. And basically the person who is receiving the attunement has their energy adjusted or their frequency adjusted to be more compatible with the frequency or the energy of Reiki. And that attunement comes in through the crown of the head and flows through all the chakras and comes out through the palms of the hands. And often, as you know, Paula, students will experience that in different ways, sometimes with a tingling or a warmth in their hands. Some students' hands become quite hot, as they do with holy fire especially. And um, so, but Reiki can also be shared using the eyes. You You can send Reiki with the eyes or the breath or just being in another person's presence. You can share Reiki. And so the Reiki master, through means of this ceremony, delivers the attunement, but the attunement flows from the teacher to the student from Reiki itself. We also teach about the history of Reiki in the Level 1 class, which I love because the Reiki story carries its own energy, and it's such a beautiful energy to, to, to share that story We teach a student how to give and receive Reiki from other people and how to give Reiki, most importantly, to themselves. It's one thing that Hawaii Takata, who was very uh, important in spreading Reiki throughout the world, used to always say, give Reiki to self first and then to others. So we always emphasize that in our level one classes about giving Reiki to yourself. And in a Sui Holy Fire Reiki, we also do what is called a holy love experience in which they can experience the holy fire energy. We do a lot of practice time and we teach some Japanese Reiki techniques. We also go through the manual and explain each section and have time for questions and so forth. This is the basic outline for the level one class. Then in level two, they learn three sacred symbols. One symbol is for focus and power. One is for mental and emotional healing. 
And one is to send Reiki over distances and through time and space. Mind-boggling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we also teach more Reiki, Japanese Reiki techniques. And we have another experience with Holy Fire called Heavenly Banquet Hall. We have a second attunement, which increases their vibration, increases their frequency. And again, we have lots of practice time. Then in level three, which can be taught either as advanced Reiki training and master training. Sometimes it's taught separately depending on the teacher. And sometimes it's taught together. We teach it all together. And in that class, in the ART or the advanced Reiki training, uh, students learn more advanced techniques and they receive another attunement in which they receive the Asui master symbol. Then in the master training, they receive holy fire through a pre-ignition and three holy fire ignitions, which is now different than the attunements. Plus, they learn how to give attunements and ignition to other students. So basically, they learn how to teach Reiki and how to pass it on to others and just use it in every part of their lives. And becoming a teacher and taking that on is, you know, it's, it's such a responsibility, but it's such a gift for us as a teacher. I mean, it's such a joy, like you said, to open up, you know, that beautiful modality. It is just such an honor, such an honor. And tell us, Rose, what is different about teaching Reiki as opposed to teaching other subjects or modalities? Well, you know, Paula, I, I thought about this question. And, and you know, I used to teach horseback riding in one of my former lives on this, in this life. <laughs> you know, we have all these different chapters in our lives, don't we? And, yes. and I've always loved teaching, and I, I enjoyed that very much. And I think that for me, the main difference in teaching Reiki is that we're working with divine energy. So teaching Reiki is about allowing that divine energy to flow through us, to flow through our words and our actions when we're in that class with the students, and just to step out of the way. I mean, it comes back to the same thing we talked about last time about stepping out of the way and just allowing Reiki to do the teaching because it does. <clears throat> yes. So really as a teacher, we have to be willing to give up that quote control. Would you say? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. We do. And you know, it doesn't happen. I don't think it happens all at once. I mean, Maybe it does for some people, but certainly it didn't happen that way for me. I remember in the beginning, I just, I just thought that, you know, I had this illusion that I was really in control. I was in control of the classroom, you know, and, and everything was on a time schedule and, and all that sort of thing. And, and I'm not saying that the classes weren't good. People still received the Reiki and it was great. But, you know, it's these, it's that illusion, like you say, it's that illusion that, we're in control. We're not in control of any of it. Right. And because human nature, I mean, we want to do a good job. I want to be a good teacher. <laughs> but with Reiki, yes, we want to be a good teacher. But part of that is getting out of the way and letting Source 
open that up and and bring that higher vibration in. So it is a little tricky, but yet it's absolutely amazing, wouldn't you say? It is very tricky. And I think, you know, listening to you say that really triggered something that I was thinking about with manifestation. And I've been working a lot with that in, you know, recent years. And I think with manifestation, as with anything else, we set an intention, right? Then we, yes. take the, then we take the action to create whatever it is, the action in the real world. Like um, if I'm going to have a Reiki class, I better know my stuff, right? I better do my reading and I better practice and practice my lectures and have everything organized and all of that. But then at the end of the day, we have to just let Reiki take over. Yes. You know? Oh, I love that. Absolutely. I love that. <laughs> And what would you recommend to new teachers, what they can do energetically to bring students to their classes? Any suggestions there? Well, I, it's sort of a, something that I've been working on for the last several years because I think in the beginning when I first started teaching, I was, you know, not not super confident and I would be so grateful if just one person wanted to take Reiki (laughs) and feeling so humbled about it, which I try to still do. But I think that it's important to set an intention, set an intention for your class. And that intention can be whatever you want it to be. I don't, for myself, I don't usually set parameters like I'm setting an intention for to have 12 students. Although that's certainly fine if you want to do that, you know, I always sort of set an intention for the greatest good or to say, let the people that are supposed to be in the classroom be in the classroom. Because like Colleen Benelli always says, the circle is always divinely ordered. (laughs) I totally agree. I totally agree. My mindset has always been who is meant to be here will be here. I love that. It's, it's so true, isn't it? And, and sometimes that can be a room full of people and sometimes it can just be a couple people and and it's always a great time it's always a perfect time for when yes. you do reiki you know yes and we just have that love and gratitude for who's there in that circle and oh my gosh what a what a beautiful day that can be created <laughs> <laughs> it is a beautiful day and i think there there's certainly other things that you can do as you approach the class, like sending Reiki to the class itself, sending Reiki to the students, to ourselves as the teachers, to the space where you're going to teach. And I always begin to thank the Reiki masters in advance for being there to help us. You know, Makawa Sui, Jaro Hayashi, Hawaii Takata, Kuan Yin. (laughs) All wonderful. And, you know, preparing ourselves energetically and preparing our internal space to receive that energy and allow that energy to move through. Yes, yes. And it's amazing when you do prepare a space, you know, I the archangels, the Reiki guides, whoever you choose personally to bring in, whatever energy, it it I swear it brightens the room. It just everyone walks into this this brighter, higher energy room. It's really quite fantastic. 
It is fantastic. My friend who I told you about last time that I used to teach with, she has a habit of, she has a space that she uses and she will set up her chairs and before the class, she will give an attunement to each chair, imagining that each student is sitting in that chair. Oh my gosh, what a brilliant idea. I love it. <laughs> and she, you know, she says that, you know, and you can feel her room. Her room is filled with so much amazing energy when you walk in there. And in the last class, she told me, I think they got the attunement before they even got there. <laughs> <laughs> what a fun idea. Yeah, she's brilliant. She always has great ideas like that. <laughs> oh my gosh, I am so going to do that. That is that's just plain fun. It really is. It is, and it's amazing the energy that you feel, you know, just from practicing on a chair. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with that oh. set with that intention. Oh, it's just that's a beautiful idea. How fun. <laughs> How fun. Well, Rose, we need to take a moment for a commercial break, but we okay. will come right back and talk some more fun class information. Everyone, we will be right back. Thank you, Rose. Thank you. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you looking to relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? Then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington, we offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com. The healing modality of Reiki has become more recognized worldwide in both the areas of naturopathic medicine and Western medicine. Reiki not only benefits and heals the person receiving the Reiki healing energy, but also the practitioner. Learning Reiki can change your life and the life of those around you. Paula Vale of Wellness Inspired in Tacoma, Washington, has trained in Reiki worldwide and teaches all levels of Yusui and Karuna Reiki. Paula understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a responsibility. Go to wellnessinspired.com to learn more. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. Paula here, and I am speaking with Rose O'Connor, and we are discussing teaching Reiki and the heart of Reiki, all the beautiful aspects that come in when you choose to be a teacher, when you take the step to be a student. And let's just jump right back in, Rose, and 
get back to this fun information. Please, I would like you to share. Give, give our teachers out there an idea. How do they create an atmosphere of trust with their students? Because trust is important. Trust your teacher. And the biggest trust, trusting source to allow that Reiki flow energy to come in. Share, share that information with us, please. I think that that's a really good question, Paula, and it's also it's also something it's it's quite a deep subject. <laughs> yes, I think that a lot of it, you know, and we sit we it seems sometimes that we say the same things over and over again, but it it all really comes back to Reiki, and I think that creating trust with your students is about a lot of things, but one of the things that it is about is about being genuine. And just being who you are. And I think lots of times people have the idea, like we talked about earlier, about, you know, having to be in control or knowing all the answers. And it's really not like that. Because I think that what's more important is that you're real. And that people, you know, they they don't want to to study Reiki with somebody who's perfect. None of us is perfect. We all have our own stories and our own, you know, journeys. And what I found is that the more I share with people who I genuinely am in a Reiki class, the more they can really relate to me as a person. Um, And so that's one of the ways is just being genuine. And one of the other things is that Laurel and Michael – the Shanti Gaia and Michael Baird from Sedona. I remember the first class that I went with to have with them, and they always say a little prayer, and they always say, we ask our ego and personality to step aside and allow Reiki to flow through. And I don't know if we talked about that last time, but I remember thinking in the beginning, but I like my personality. <laughs> Why would I want my personality to step aside? But the idea is that what I came to realize is that in order to be channels of Reiki, we really have to set that ego aside and that personality aside so that we can just channel pure Reiki. And that goes for whether we're in a treatment, whether we're talking about Reiki on the street, or whether we're in the classroom. You know, And we're not always going to know all the answers, but Reiki knows the answers Reiki always knows the answers to all of the questions. So I think another way that, you know, Joe and I personally tend to build trust with students is that we choose to keep our classes pretty small. And I think people are suited for many different things. Some people are well-suited to teach large classes, and they do a really great job. But for Joe and I, we like no more than eight students, in our level one and level two classes because we like to encourage people to share about themselves and to have time to ask questions, to have time to share their experiences after their attunements or after they give a treatment and to feel like they're being heard. And I think that's a lot of the way that you build trust is by allowing people to know that you're really listening with your heart and that they're really being heard. Oh, that is, I love that. I love that, Rose. And I love your comment of, you know, sharing 
a little bit of the perspective of you, of Rose, with your students, helping them to see your Rose, you're, you're this person, they're this person with their abilities and their personality, and, you know, you're not the teacher up here who's way up there. Well, she can do it, but I can't. But when you bring about that, uh, just that you're the same, we're people just like them. And for them to connect with that, they can, oh, I can do this. This can be me. You know, I'm, so, I'm a person just like my teacher Rose. I love that. Yeah, I think it's really important. But I do think that when you first start, you know, I, I can remember feeling that, you know, like we talked about earlier, like, well, gosh, I have to just do a perfect job and I have to know all the answers, you know, and I have to present this perfect persona. And it's, it's just, it's, it's not the way it is, you know, it, it's, it, I love, you know, it's one of the things that I love about uh, some of the classes that I've been to, like in Sedona and like with William, I remember meeting William in Hawaii for our Holy Fire class. And he told us the whole story of his life. And I thought, Wow, what an amazing, funny, humble person. <laughs> yeah, that's what was my first impression of him is he's really funny. I like him. <laughs> he's very funny. He has a great sense of humor and you know, it's like you say we all need to to we're all in this together. Yes. And you know how Paula when you're in a class, you meet people that are at at such different points in their transformation in life. And some people are coming into a level one class. I mean, I had a guy, we had a guy this winter that was in a level one class and, you know, he was like a Buddha. <laughs> I, mean, oh, wow. I mean, this guy would open his mouth and talk and just the words that would come out. I just couldn't believe it. And he was taking a Reiki level one class. So, you know, we're all at different places in our lives and, and yet we're all the same. Yes. Yes. We're all connected. Yep. I love that. I love that. And with that, putting that connection thought out there, how do we connect to the heart of Reiki in our classes? What, what advice do you give on that? Well, it's funny because, you know, thinking about this topic that we had for today, I, I was packing up for a class that we're doing this weekend, and I have this little plaque that my daughter gave me recently, and it's, on it it says, teaching is a work of heart. Oh, my goodness. And I love that. I love that oh, so much. <laughs> that is beautiful. <laughs> And, you know, I, I try. I try the best I can to, to live that. You know, I used to get really nervous before my classes because even though I, I love teaching Reiki, it's like you say, I, I would have some performance anxiety or, you know, feeling a bit shy. And But the, the further you go down the road with Reiki and especially with Holy Fire Reiki, you know, you start to really learn that, it's not about us. It's about the Reiki. And the more that we can take ourselves out of the mix and just truly ask Reiki to take over, the words will be perfect because it will be Reiki that's speaking. Yes, and because 
even though we're not perfect, the Reiki is, correct? He is, yeah. And one of the things, you know, we were talking about people asking questions and, you know, how the students will always think that you know all the answers to all the questions, right? Right. And what I have learned is to do is that if, if a student asks a tough question and I will take a moment and just take a breath and ask Reiki to come in with the answer. And sometimes something surprising will happen in that moment when I'm pausing because sometimes one of the other students will come out with the answer or maybe somebody who's there to audit a class will have the answer and they'll just say it. And it will be them that's speaking with Reiki's voice at that moment, you know? Oh, beautiful. <laughs> I have a little story okay. about that. Once once I had a, a student ask me in the classroom, well, why do we need a Reiki attunement if we all have divine energy flowing through us anyway? And so good I, question. Yeah, it is a good question. Yes. And I, I paused for a moment. And a young woman who had come to audit the class, who was a friend of mine and who was a Reiki master, she was kind of sitting there meditating with her head down, and she raised her head up, and she said, because through the attunement process, we remember who we are. We remember that we are divine beings that can channel the energy of Reiki. And her voice was totally, she was totally channeling Reiki when she spoke. And it was just so beautiful, but I thought to myself, you know, thank you, Reiki. Thank you that I have reached a point in my teaching where I can allow that ego to step out of the way and say, you know what, I don't always have to have the answer. Yes, that makes it, the energy is the group. That's beautiful. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, uh, it often happens, and as you know, that you know the students will teach us as much as we teach them. Sometimes, sometimes you know your your beginning students will come out with the most amazing things. Yes, and oh my gosh, as a teacher, what we see with our students, opening that up for them, being being the vessel, and seeing what that does and the change it makes in their life. Isn't it amazing? It is. It's such a, you know, Paula, I almost can't even put it into words because it's almost like it's such a gift that you can't believe that you get to watch this, that you get to just deliver it. Because all we are is the facilitators, really, you know, of the energy. And then we get to sit back and just see what happens and not only in the classroom, but oftentimes after, you know, after the class is over and you connect with them again for the next class or you see them at a Reiki share or they send you an email and say, wow, this is really working out in my life or, you know, this has really helped me in this way or that way. And yeah, don't you just feel so humbled by that? Um, it, yes, it is so humbling. It, it just fills the heart with so much love and gratitude that we can be a spectator. That you know, to to see this, it really is beautiful. Yeah, we're just the witness, right? Mm-hmm. The yeah, witness to the energy. 
And it yes. and it also helps us. I always tell people that one of the real reasons besides that, which is a great reason, that I teach Reiki is because I want to stay really close to it. And I feel that by teaching, it makes me a better Reiki practitioner and it just keeps me really close to the heart of Reiki. And, you know, that's that's a big reason why I keep doing it. Yes, yes. Now, uh, we just have a couple more minutes until commercial, but what would you say to someone, and I'll throw this out there, that really just wants to be like a level one or level two and just kind of focus on themselves, family, pets, friends, and they're not into teaching the Reiki, what would you suggest they do on a regular basis in keeping to the connection of the heart of the Reiki? I would say that that one of the things that they can do is to do self-Reiki every day, to practice the five principles because they're huge. They're so important. Oh, yes. You know, there's such a the, – the Reiki and the principles are just, you know, the right hand and the left hand, and they go together. And also, I think that it doesn't matter whether you take one class or you go all the way through the master level. You can be a Reiki one and be an absolutely devoted Reiki practitioner. And I think that I would remind them to continue to read, to read the magazines, to continue to watch, you know, listen to shows like yours. Because when we do this, it excites us about Reiki, right? It, yes. it spurs us on and it makes us excited. And it, it helps us to share. And then just to look at all of the th- ways that we can use Reiki. You know, there's a great article in the Reiki magazine, and I can't remember I can't remember who wrote it right now, but it's like using Reiki in our daily lives. And, you know, we could make a really long list of all the ways that we can use Reiki. And I think people can do that at any level of Reiki. Yes, yes. And that's that's really a a great point to make because people can struggle with, well, I'm here and I'm happy here. And, you know, should I pressure myself to go higher? But really, if I'm happy here, and I say, listen to your intuition and your heart and resonate where where you want to resonate. What do you think about that? I agree. And people will ask me, am I ready for the next class or should I take the next class? And I will just put it right back at them and say, ask Reiki, because you know, and Reiki knows what's best for you to do. And that's all that matters. I love that, Rose. I love that. That is spot on. You are awesome. So are you. Well, our mutual admiration club. Yes, yes. We are Reiki sisters, energy sisters. I love it. Well, everyone, we are going to pop back into a commercial, and then we will be right back, and Rose will give us some examples of how this has worked for her, her classes, her Reiki, and we'll see you in just a moment. Rose will be right back. Okay. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you looking to relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? 
then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington, we offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife. Beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone, this healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us, they clothe us, they comfort us, and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Back again. Thank you. And this is Paula, and I am here with Rose O'Connor. And if you're just touching bases with us, we are discussing teaching Reiki and doing that Reiki teaching and sharing from the heart, from the heart of Reiki. And Rose, welcome, welcome again. And (laughs) so happy to have you here. I'm so happy to be here. The the beautiful, loving voice that you're sharing with the world and the information, it just just pours out of your essence. I thank you. Give us some examples of how teaching Reiki, teaching your classes from the heart of Reiki, how this has worked for you personally. Well, I, I feel like the, the, one of the most profound examples for me in, in my history with teaching Reiki has been after I received my Holy Fire training and for people who are, are not familiar with Reiki, there has been a new uh, evolution of, of Reiki called Holy Fire. And it, we now call it a Sui Holy Fire Reiki. And this came to light uh, in January of 2014. And just to give you a little background, my husband Joe and I were actually in Hana. And we took the Holy Fire class with William Rand. And it was the first Holy Fire class. It was just when 
Holy Fire had come onto the scene. And I was talking to Paula, to you about this the other day. And, you know, I came home in January, at the end of January, and I had a class, a master class with five beautiful souls in May to teach this class to. And, you know, Holy Fire was... It was a whole new ball game. <laughs> a lot of things changed. And things continue to change with Holy Fire in those months between January and May. Because all of it was not revealed right away. So so things changed over those months. And I waited to receive the new manual. I think the new manuals came out maybe a few weeks before before the class. And so... This was a lesson for me in trust, in putting my trust into Reiki. Because just like you were saying before, Paula, we want to be a really good teacher and we want to have all our ducks in a row and we want to know that we know everything we're supposed to know. And with Holy Fire, I mean, William helped me tremendously because I emailed him constantly (laughs) asking (laughs) questions (laughs) and he very patiently answered them and I studied the manual and I asked Reiki to please be be there and please help me and I'll tell you what Paula I sat in that classroom on the first day and I actually felt the energy when it came in oh wow it was incredible and Reiki just, Holy Fire Reiki was just there. It was just there through the whole class. And it was the first time that I had ever, you know, led people in the ignition process. And it was beautiful. And everyone, you know, had great revelations and sharings. And it was an amazing, amazing, amazing journey. And it was, you know, it's it, it just it goes beyond words, really, to be honest, because there's been some other experiences since then as well. But one of the things that I have on my on my vision board, I always do a vision board every year, and this year I cut out a picture of these puzzle pieces, and it has two words on it. One word is written vertically, and that word is learn. And the other word is written horizontally, and that word is teach. And they intersect with the A that they share in common. And if you think about it, it really says it all, because learning is teaching, and teaching is learning. Oh, I love that. (laughs) I love it, too. I'll have to send you a picture of it. So it's, it's amazing. It's amazing the trust that students put in us. And it's amazing what Reiki allows us to to bring, you know. And I always say, Joe and I always like to say to people, you know, we call ourselves Reiki master because that's the term we use here in this country. In Japan, it's called sensei. Teacher, you know, teacher is sensei, right? Right. But we always say that we're not masters of Reiki. We're servants of Reiki. Oh, I love that. I love that. And and isn't that true? Yes. Because and there's always growth and there's always learning. There's always raising the vibration. Absolutely. I love that. Absolutely. Now, now, Rose, in what ways have you witnessed students of yours, their personal transformation? you know, the transformations that they have made as a result of using Reiki in their lives. Any stories there you would like to share with us? 
Well, you know, as you know, Paula, that, like we talked about earlier, that transformation always happens. And it's just like miracle after miracle. You know, we've, we are fortunate because of the way that we have taught for the most part. I mean, we, we have taught students in Pennsylvania, not all of whom, you know, I have talked to in, in the recent history, but the people that we've taught here have started with Reiki one and gone all the way through to the master training, many of them. And so you kind of are, are privileged to be able to see the changes and to hear about the changes because people keep in touch with you or you see them again for the next class. And I'm sure that happens with you too. Yes. And, you know, all we do is deliver the message and then we watch the miracles. One, I have uh, pulled out some things off my computer, some little bits that, that people had sent me when I was writing the uh, Holy Fire article for the magazine, and I thought it might be nice to read you their words about, you know, what they experienced with, uh, with the changes from Reiki. So I'll read you a couple of those if that works for you. Great, great. Okay. So the first woman, uh, the first student says here, Reiki is an incredible modality of energy healing that opens me in ever-increasing and changing ways. I am sometimes astonished by the experiences I have when allowing Reiki to master me. I have helped people in my life with my newfound flow of energy and am grateful every day that I am able to participate in this depth of energy, share it with others, animals, and the planet. And the next one says, I have been able to be calm in a very fast-paced lifestyle. The worries of the world weigh much lighter on my shoulders, and my reasoning is much clearer. I feel more at peace with the things I have no control over. They're all so different. I love it. Yes. I love it. And I always envision the world if everyone's vibration was raised at the level that we are raised to with the opening of Reiki. Can you imagine? And every time someone learns Reiki, I think the earth, the, you know, the vibration of the earth is even higher now. I always think that. Absolutely. Well, you know about that um, study that they did about the, um, the 1%, the critical mass. Have you ever heard about that? No, I don't think so. So they did a study, and I don't remember where it was, but I read it in an article, and it was of a certain town or city, and they took 1% of that population, and they they taught them how to meditate and focus on peace and on love. And then they um, did certain tests, and while that group was meditating on peace and love, the crime rate went down in the city, the stock market went up, the, you know, the hospitals kind of, you know, did, had less admittance and there was less crimes. And it was really interesting that that all happened when those people were meditating on peace and love for that area. And then when they stopped, everything went, all the statistics went back again. There you go. There yeah. you go. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's right there. I love so, it. Oh. 
vibration, right? <laughs> yes. Rose, for the practitioners and teachers out there who have been doing Yasui Reiki, and now we have the Holy Fire, and they're considering making that progression to that, because a holy fire is quite a bit different. It's a different ball game. Share a little bit of your thoughts on that or advice for them on well, what that would be. I would say that, you know, if, if, if the holy fire is something that you're called to, again, like we talked about, you know, you can ask Reiki. If this is something that is for you, I think you should go for it, you know, because... Not everybody will be called to it, and it's fine if you're not. But I have to say personally from my own experience that it has been something that's been so amazing. And I, it was something that just happened for us. We didn't ask for it. We just happened to be in that place at that time. And I, I have to say, Paula, that it has, cha- it has really changed our lives in so many ways, I mean, I I was talking to a man about it today because he was asking me about the differences. And, you know, people, part of it, you know, I think part of the issue for people that are already Reiki masters is that they don't want to change. You know, they don't want to let go of the Tibetan symbols and do things differently and so forth. And I totally respect that and I totally understand that. But I also feel like, you know, life is about evolution and change. And the divine has given us this huge gift of holy fire. And I could guarantee anybody that if they took it, they wouldn't look back and regret it. You know, because it is a it is a game changer. It really is. You know, it's just like being able to write the articles for the Reiki magazine. I, I told William, you know, I feel as though... You know, taking Holy Fire was what really helped me to learn to trust in the guidance of my life and to also have the confidence to put things in motion, such as that, such as, you know, writing the article for the magazine and then and that I met you. And and so, you know, I feel like Holy Fire, it just really tunes in our guidance with Reiki to a much finer frequency so that it's like I told this man today I said you know I always felt as though I was guided but now I know that I am guided I know that I am being guided and that's that sense of trust that sense of safety that sense of things being taken care of that I love about holy fire yes yes and it and as you said, you know, we get comfortable where we're at and feel good about the way we're doing something. And to take that step, it is. It's evolution. It's opening and say, okay, I'm going to open up to let something else in. And it it takes a bit of courage, but oh my gosh, what it can open up for us. Yes. How, how was it for you when you decided to take it? Oh, it was, it was a big change, but... The, oh my gosh! That the pre-ignition. I was on. I was on fire all night. I mean, I was so hot, and I'm not <laughs> someone that's hot. And it's when it it was huge. Yeah, I feel it when I activate my reiki. It's it's really made a difference. I'm absolutely loving it. 
Yeah, it, it, it was a change. Yes, <laughs> it's a change. That's for sure. I had one student recently who took the the Holy Fire training with us in April, and she emailed me and said, "I'm vibrating so much that I can't type on my computer right oh, now." I love it. I believe it. I believe it. Oh gosh! Hopefully, she settled down and eventually, and she was able to start typing again. But yeah, it's really it really is something and. And Reiki is, you know, it's like another quote that I had from a student said, Reiki is a way to be connected and remind us what is underneath and truly important in this world. It wakens our inner self and allows us for more clarity in our lives. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I think the students say it so much better than I do. But <laughs> Yeah. And it, it's almost like, you know, we have to, I, or I know I personally, I make a point every day to be, you know, be grateful for my Reiki and thank my Reiki because really we can just kind of get used to it and take it for granted. Where a student, it's like, oh, 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 you know, <laughs> so we have to, you know, be sure to remember to, oh my gosh, I, I am so lucky and blessed to have this because it's so easy to just forget, oh yeah, I have my Reiki and I'm feeling good yeah absolutely Absolutely. i love it it's the best of all it is well rose i'm afraid our time is up uh i do i am gonna tell everyone a little secret rose is going to do a show down the road Reiki for couples. I'm very excited about that. So keep your eyes and ears open for that. And anyone wanting to know more about Rose, please go to her website at www.rockymountainreiki.com. And Rose, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Paula. It's such a pleasure. It was just an honor, and thank you to all of our guests out there in the U.S. and around the world. Love, hugs, and blessings to everyone. See you next week. Thank you again for tuning in to For the Love of Reiki. Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 